Today's video is brought to you by StoryboardThat.com. Please visit TeacherCast.net slash StoryboardThat for a limited time offer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast app spotlight. You are listening to the podcast that brings you the best in educational technology right from the app developers themselves. I am so thrilled that you've decided to make TeacherCast your home for professional development. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and if this is the first time you're joining us, thank you so much for joining us today. We have a great show for you. There's, of course, several great ways that you can connect with us each and every week. We love it when you find us on Twitter, at TeacherCast. Leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Email us at feedback at teachercast.net, and of course, you can subscribe to our audio and video shows over at teachercast.net slash iTunes and teachercast.net slash YouTube. My guest today has an amazing portfolio program going on, and their company is called EduSite. It is my pleasure to bring on Vikram from edusite.co. Vikram, how are you today? Welcome to the program. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be here, and uh, it's been a real pleasure getting to know you over the past few weeks, so I'm glad I'm getting the chance to be here. Uh, you know, the reason why you're on the program today is because somebody actually reached out to TeacherCast and said, why don't you get these guys on? This is a great platform, and if you're out there listening, I can't say enough. The TeacherCast shows are designed around our listeners. If you have people that you want us to have on or to feature, please let us know by reaching out to us. Vikram, I've heard a lot of great things about EduSite. I'm so excited. First of all, why don't we just get started and say, tell me a little bit about what EduSite actually is. Absolutely. So what we're really doing is creating a standards-based portfolio. So the idea is to help teachers tell every student's individual learning story. And when we first started talking to teachers, we found that when they think about data, specifically around student learning data, their minds naturally just tend to go towards grades. And that's because for decades, what we've always thought of as data is grades. But grades don't really begin to scratch the surface of what a student actually knows, how they're learning, and what they really need to work on to keep developing. And so what we're building with EduSite is trying to make the simplest tools possible to help teachers document what they know about their students, to help them document what the students are learning in the classroom, the interactions every day um, alongside grades and create this holistic portfolio where you can see not only what a student is learning, but exactly the artifacts and evidence that supports your story of what your understanding is for the student. Now, I'm interested in the word portfolio here, first of all, because when we think of a portfolio, we might think of a website where students are putting all their information together. When we think of grades and grade books, we also think of the word learning management system. Why is EduSite, or yeah, why is EduSite not a learning management system? Uh, great question. So I think the key difference is we're not focused on things like communication and assessment management. So a lot of things you would do with something like Google Classroom, where you would disperse your assessments and then have deadlines and calendars and things like that, which are critical to creating communication and organization, but that's not our focus. Our focus is on documenting the results of what happens from those assessments and documenting, you know, as you're walking around your classroom, talking to your students, 
What kinds of questions are they asking about these assessments? When they work together in groups, what kinds of things are you noticing and observing? Um, and how that relates to specific standards and specific skills. That's what we're interested in capturing. And so it's almost like a chain. So the learning management system and the grading happens before you would use EduSight. And EduSight helps you document the results and outcomes of what you're seeing. Well, let's take a little bit of a look at where we can find here. Your website is, of course, edusite.co, E-D-U-S-I-G-H-T. What can we find on here? I see that EduSight is perfect for uh, school districts and students that are using uh, mobile devices. Right. And so we have an iOS app, so you can use that on your iPads or iPhones. Um, And the idea behind the iOS app is, again, mobility. So as you're walking around in the classroom, you can easily pull out your phone if you're using an iPhone and take quick notes about your students and tag specific um, notes about your students. And so that's what the mobile app does. The web platform is intended to be a little more of a power user type environment. So you can do your grading there. You can set up your assessments. Um, And so soon we'll be doing things like integrating with Google Classroom. So you can manage your assessments on Google Classroom, but on the web on EduSite, you can kind of see all your assessments um, and how that works. And we can go through a quick demo on that later. I'm looking forward to the demo, and I I do want to point out what you just said. It is good for a school district that is in an Apple environment as well as a school district that's in a Google environment. Why is that important that you're able to open that up for any configuration of students? Uh, Because we don't want it to be a barrier. And so... We started building the mobile app on Apple just because it creates a more stable environment and it's a good for testing, so from a product standpoint. And what we found is there's lots of demand already for Android devices. And although we don't have an Android app yet, we'll be doing that soon. Um, and our web, uh, web environment allows any teacher in any environment to use it. So if you're a school that uses Google, if you're a school that uses Chromebooks, you can still use the web environment and you know, upload photos on the web. You can upload grades on the web and do your notes on the web. Um, so that's kind of what we built, a really flexible environment. So you have this flexible environment that's good for Apple, that's good for, for Google. You said Google Classroom. iPads and Google Classroom are things that are personal to the teacher. Is EduSight something that a teacher would come and sign up for, or is this something that a building has to sign up for? So individual teachers can sign up for free anytime, um, and they can use the product in its entirety. So everything we've talked about, a teacher can use for free anytime. What we're are offering to schools and districts is organizational level features. So, you know, if we're going to be a place where teachers are grading, then those grades need to go into any reporting systems or student information systems. And we do integration with those systems. For example, with Pearson Power School, um, we are partners. So if you're a power school district, you can purchase EduSite subscriptions for your district and you'd get seamless integration. Uh, And the other side of that is you'd get seamless integration with things like rosters and class setup at the beginning of the school year. And so that alleviates some of the load from the teachers. Uh, So that's what we offer at an organizational level. And the other thing we're also building out, and we're looking for schools and districts to partner with on this, is an administrator level dashboard. So we're going to be collecting all this data specifically around standards and what's happening in the district. And we want to be able to move that up and provide insights to principals and superintendents so they can get an understanding of what standards across their district are being taught in what ways and what areas they need to keep improving and working on. You know, one of the buttons on your website here, I'll bring it back up again, edusite.co. You speak a lot here on your site about letting parents and students have access to this information. Why is it important that you have access for parents and students? And is it through the mobile app or is it through the web app? Or how does all of this work so that way parents can be involved in their students' activities? Yeah, great question. 
one of the core beliefs for us as a team and as a company is um, we say the truth is beautiful. And the idea behind that is we want to be teachers essentially know a lot about their students. They know, and they, you, you know, if you talk to any teacher anywhere, they'll tell you that they know their students inside out. They know what each student needs and they're doing their best to help, you know, differentiate instruction and reach their students individually. The challenge is that knowledge isn't easily communicated and transparently shared. And so we want to make that really simple for teachers. Uh, and so t anytime teachers can share with students and parents, they can share their accounts and they choose what gets published. So if I'm a teacher, I can take a note or a photo and I can choose whether I want to share that with that student or parent. And the students and parents can log on on the web and they can see their portfolio with all their notes across all their classes uh, and, you know, be follow along in real time and be engaged with everything the teacher is documenting about their learning. And we're a few months away from creating mobile apps because we've had a lot of demand from teachers to have mobile apps for students, uh, especially around, you know, things like self-reflection and self-directed learning. But when students have that in their control, then it's a lot more powerful. And so we want to be a little more deliberate around that. So that's in the works. Well, let's not delay any further. Why don't you give us a tour of EduSite? Absolutely. Okay, so on this demo, we're going to go through three things. And I'm going to try to make this a little bit uh, specific rather than going through every little button and feature on EduSite. And so the goal is I'm going to walk you through real quickly what the traditional classroom environment would be. So if you're a teacher in a non-standards-based environment, what would EduSite look like for you? And then I'll contrast that with what a standards-based environment would look like. And then I'm also going to show you the iPad app. And I'll show you on an iPad what you can do with the app. Um, and so you get a good sense of what you can do as you're walking around and how you can use EduSite in your classroom. So let's start here. This is a traditional classroom environment. And when you log into EduSite, you see your profile on the side and you see all your classes here. So we have a few classes set up on this demo account. And in the traditional classroom environment, you see students and their grades. And they're a little color-coded so you get a sense of you know, what's happening with each student. Um, I'm going to quickly go through an assessment process here. So if you're using EduSite like a normal gradebook and replacing your existing gradebook, uh, here's what you would do. So you would have what we call buckets. Buckets can be any type of organizational structure. So in this case, there's an assignments bucket, there's a final exam bucket, and there's a formative bucket. You can create buckets for a unit or a chapter of a course. You can create buckets for a standard if you like. Um, and so we've had all sorts of different you know, applications of this buckets feature. The cool thing about buckets is it's really easy to reorganize things. So if I want to move things around between buckets, uh, I can do that really easily. And then I can manage my assessments right here. So if I want to publish to students, I can do that. It can unpublish it. And if I want to enter a grade, I just click right into the assessment. And we've made it super flexible. So you can enter grades either in a point form, you can enter it using letter grades, um, or any other scale you set up. And you can set up that scale up to you know, whatever you need and customize it as you need. The other major thing here is, again, without going into too many details on each button, if we click into a student's profile, you'll see what they see. So this is what Paul, as a student, would see if he logged into EduSite in this class. And this is what his parents would see too. They would see how they're performing on different assessments, and they can see their grade. They can see how they're doing across different buckets um, and how they're doing relative to their class. At any point, you can also uh, filter things out. So I only want to see how Paul is doing on formative assessments. I can see that. The timeline view is where things feed in from the iOS app. So here you see a collection of notes that we've entered for Paul. And these are specific notes to an assessment. 
and we also see photos. <coughs> Excuse me. And so these are photos that we've uploaded directly here on the web. And you can do that here, add a picture. Um, so that's what a traditional classroom looks like. Let's move over to a standards-based environment and I'll walk you through what that looks like. So immediately you notice in a standards-based environment, we remove the focus from the grades. So you don't see how each student is doing in terms of a grade. Because what's important isn't the grade, but what standards they're mastering and what standards they're still working on. So I'm gonna go right into Paul's profile again and we'll draw a contrast here. So again, instantly it's different. You see the standards that he's mastered, the standards he's developing mastery on, and you know other standards that are available in the class. And this is the goal. So the main purpose of having a standard environment is to think about Paul's development. And so we have different standards and the level Paul's at on that standard. And if you click into a specific standard, you'll see, <coughs> excuse me, you'll see all the assessments that Paul's worked on, and you also see the photos, again, uploaded directly from the web or from the iPad. And so that's kind of what the difference between the standards-based environment is and the regular environment is. What does that mean in terms of capturing assessments? So here, when you create an assessment, you choose what standards to um, assess on that particular assessment. So let's actually walk through that process real quick. So if I add an assessment, let's say demo two, and I get to choose the standards that apply here. So let's say this is um, testing the application of knowledge and go from there. And so that assessment gets created. I can go in and enter levels. So again, moving the focus away from grades, the idea is to show what level Paul has achieved, or Alicia in this case, has achieved on this standard. So let's say she's got a level three, and you, know, you keep going down the line and entering your grades. So that's what happened in the standards-based environment. And the focus is coming back to what's Paul mastered and what he's just left to work on. So at this point, let's switch gears and look at what happens on the iPad. So I'm just gonna flip over here. So now you should be able to see my iPad screen. And this is, again, the same classroom that we were just in, and you can see all the same students. So I'm gonna go into Paul's profile again, and I can do a couple of things here. If I wanna add a note about Paul, I just drag down. So that's really simple. I just drag down, or I can hit the plus sign at the top here, and I can take a photo. So let's just take a photo of my coffee cup here and use the photo and I can add a note here. So let's say this is great coffee. I can tag any standards I want. Again, the same standards from the classroom. And I create the photo. And within a few seconds, the photo gets uploaded to Paul's profile and you see it there. The other thing I can do from the main classroom, I can create a note as well. And this time, it's the exact same process, except at the end, I get to tag multiple students. So now if I'm doing a photo of a group, I can do that and tag multiple students all at once. And this time, the photo gets uploaded to all the students. So that's a quick walkthrough of what happens. And, you know, if we go into Paul's profile, we'll see the same photo twice because I took it twice, but that's the idea. And so what we're doing within the next few days, literally this week, is we're launching a version of the iPad app that also includes audio and video. So if you're walking around, you can ask your students questions and you can document things using audio, video, photos, and notes as well, and tag it all to standards within the classroom.
Now, with all that data that's happening, is the is the photos and videos is that getting stored on the iPad? Is that getting synced up to the cloud? What happens if your iPad isn't in a Wi-Fi environment? Can you still um, use this system, and then you know, does it sync up afterwards? Yeah. So there's two things. Uh, we definitely need a Wi-Fi environment or an internet-connected environment to upload. But what you can do is you can take photos on your iPad just like you normally would if you're in an environment where you're not connected. And when you <clears throat> add it later, you can just actually go into your library. Um, so I'm going to sorry, flip back to the iPad screen here. So if I was on my iPad, I can pull down here, and I can go into my library to add photos with that option there. And that way, when you're, again, connected online, you can do that. And you can also upload them from the web, like we showed earlier. Vikram, you know, it's a great system here. Tell us one more time, where do we get a hold of this? And what kind of a commitment are we looking at if we want to use this in our classrooms? Absolutely. So there is no commitment at all. It's 100% free for teachers individually. Uh, and to get a hold of it, you would go to edusite.co. That's E-D-U-S-I-G-H-T dot C-O. Uh, and you can also download the app on the App Store um, for iOS devices. And the one thing I want to point out is for individual teachers, there's a couple of things we do. First, we, as soon as you sign up, you can let us know and we will upload your rosters for you so you don't have to do that within 24 hours. So as soon as you sign up, you'll get an email welcoming you and you, know, you can reach out directly to me with your class rosters and we'll have that done for you so it saves you a lot of time. The second thing is if you're an Edmodo teacher, we actually have single sign-on with Edmodo. So you can just go on Edmodo, use the app launcher, find the EduSite app and assign it to your groups. And then you can log in with your Edmodo credentials on EduSite and it's going to have your rosters already set up, your classes already set up. Um, and if you want to share with your students or even their parents on using Edmodo, they would also be able to log in with their Edmodo credentials. Nice. Vikram, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I have one last question. I want you to tell us a little bit about the relationship that EduSite has with Imagine K-12 and why it's so special. Absolutely. So Imagine K-12 is, for those who are unfamiliar, it's uh, the most prestigious education technology uh, accelerator in the world. So they help with investment and they help really teach us how to work with teachers, how to build a product that has teachers in mind first. And so, you know, we went through that program last fall and we learned so much. We just spent four months and, you know, their mantra is do nothing else but write code and talk to teachers. So that's all we did for four months straight was built uh, the program and talk to teachers. And with every teacher we talked to, we'd ask them for feedback and go back and iterate. And so the biggest benefit we got was just that focus on really trying to observe what teachers do in the classroom, what their pain points are, and build empathy for teachers. Um, and the second thing we got, which was also really nice, was this network of other companies with a like-minded approach that, you know, the Imagine K-12 network, companies that are really focused on helping teachers um, and doing it organically and authentically, you know, companies like Remind and Class Dojo. And so those are people that are mentors to us. And so having access to their teams and being able to ask them questions and learn from them was super critical. Vikram, thank you so much for taking the time, not only to share that with us, but for sharing EduSite with us. Please come back on anytime. My pleasure. Absolutely. I'd love to. 
Well, my friends, that wraps up this episode of the TeacherCast App Spotlight. We want to thank again our friends from EduSite for coming on and sharing their great platform with us. If you're an EdTech entrepreneur, we'd love to have you come on the show also and share what you're working on today. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and work with us here on TeacherCast. We love it when you find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net. And, of course, subscribe to our audio and video channels over at TeacherCast.net slash iTunes, teachercast.net slash YouTube. And while you're there, please take a moment to leave us a nice five-star review and an honest rating. My name is Jeff Bradbury. I hope you're enjoying the beginning of your school year. We certainly want to hear all about the great things that are happening. Until next time, keep up the great work in your school and continue sharing your passions with your students.